0: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Fantastic, The show where every week we look at classic or upcoming films and imagine them recast or cast with the best and brightest actors working today. This week, we're going all the way back to 1986 to a classic film called Stand By Me. And if you're thinking to yourself... What is Stand By Me? I've not heard of that movie, or I've never seen that movie, and you are a man, uh, you can uh, take a photocopy of your man card and uh, email it to uh, 10thingspod at gmail.com, and we will hold it for you until you have seen the movie, because you don't get to have it uh, as long as you haven't seen Stand By Me. It is required viewing for all men uh, in order to get their man card. You will place your man card on hold. Yes. Like layaway. Um,
1: Yes. Yeah. You you cannot access it until you rent. It's only like $3 to rent. Yeah. And it's not that long. It's like an hour. Back in the 50s, that was a lot of money. (laughs) Today, it's $3. I'll give you $3 (laughs) to rent this movie.
0: <laughs> oh man, you just opened a huge door. <laughs> There's this flood of. I'll give one person. $3 <laughs> Here we go. This, movie. <laughs> this <laughs> flood of requests into our inbox of all these guys. I haven't seen it. I need it. Give me my $3, Jeff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah all those people who listen to us right now. Yeah.
0: Fan stick. Fan stick. Fan stick. Fantastic. So we're gonna be uh, fan casting a remake of Stand by Me with uh, contemporary child actors, which we both hardcore struggled with. Mm-hmm. So we don't watch a lot of movies with kids in them, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: trying to think of something off the top of my head, um yeah that was difficult but then like once i started like googling stuff i was like oh yeah okay oh yeah i just saw this okay oh yeah i just saw this i mean i had to (laughs) i literally googled overweight child actors 2020 (laughs) because i could (laughs) i couldn't think of a fat kid to play (laughs) bird
0: Oh man! So, I wish Google gave awards <laughs> for best Google of the year. Would definitely... No, that
1: it, came, I mean, it came out as like an autofill, mm. so I'm not the only one who's googling right <laughs> child actors
0: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on <laughs> in America right now? Why are we all looking for this information? Yeah. It's oh, delicate.
1: My it's delicate and important information so <laughs> that's quite clearly so, so i mean i had to do you know i had to do some research but once i mean once i started doing a little i was like okay okay that makes sense okay yeah i remember that
0: kid and that kind of stuff
1: um but it was definitely the most work that i've had to put into trying to f- fan cast so far
0: yeah me too for sure this is definitely the most intensive But uh, let's go ahead and dive in. So for a refresher, we are doing the Gordys, both young Gordy and Mm -hmm. old Gordy. Chris, Teddy, Vern, our villain Ace, Mm -hmm. and then Denny, who is Gordy's older brother, who's only in two scenes, but they're important scenes in his presence, both in terms of the plot and thematically kind of hangs over the film. So we thought it was important to cast him as well.
1: Well, and I mean, the original casting... Uh, You know, I can't remember. uh, I think this was like '86, right? Is when this was made. Mm -hmm. And so John Cusack, you know, played Denny, and I love John Cusack. Yeah, but I can't remember if at that time, John Cusack was much of a household name in terms of. I don't
0: think. I don't think John Cusack really blew up until. say anything in 89 um i think that was the movie that really put him on the map yeah um i mean he was was kind of and then it was kind of a lot of like cult classics Mm -hmm. after that yeah he was in he was in 16 candles Mm -hmm. uh he was in broadcast news in a small part where they misspelled his name in the credits (laughs) um but uh when he played uh Lloyd Dobler and say anything that was that was yeah. huge and then he was in uh The Grifters and uh Bullets over Broadway and Gross Point Blank which was huge mm-hmm. Con Air, which was huge um he was the voice of Dimitri in Anastasia fun fact for uh oh. fans of Anastasia wow really yeah did not Even know that, yeah. So yeah, but say anything was was the big one. Sure. But uh, but it's not John Cusack in your cast today. No, because no, it's a fan cast.
1: Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I'm just have John Cusack play all the roles. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind that. You know, we were uh for those of you who are fans of our other show, uh, Ten Things. Uh, We were talking about 10 things that the next Fast and the Furious movie would need to be great. Uh, Earlier today, we recorded that episode. And uh, we were talking about our mutual love for Leo and Santos. Yes. Um, I think it'd be fun to have Leo and Santos in this movie. As Um, Teddy and Vern. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, and the perfect scene is the scene where um, they're roasting marshmallows and Vern drops his marshmallow. Leo yeah. and Santos would be all over yeah. oh, that yeah. scene. It would be so great. That'd be um, awesome. Yeah. So,
1: so basically anyway. we need a Fast and the Furious version of a remake like, of Stand By Me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix Rivers is a... Uh, river phoenix that's what i meant yep river (laughs) phoenix uh as a uh as a young uh dominic toretto um Mm -hmm. a dominic toretto precursor um (laughs) you know if you look if you put a a picture of will wheaton next to a picture of paul walker like those are two white guys that really don't look alike other than being white but if you put a picture of gordy Next to a picture of an adult Paul Walker, you could kind of see how Gordy might grow up into looking like Paul Walker. Yeah. That wouldn't be too much of a stretch. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it works. Yep. Fast and Furious. That's how we're going to do it. Stand by me. All right. That's the episode. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Dive in. Why don't you go first, Jeff? Dive in with your cast. Okay. Fantastic. So
1: for my cast, um, I started uh, with Gordy, um, <clears throat> and um, I cast a, a young actor who um, hasn't been in too many roles. But the things that I've seen him in, um, I've thought he's, he, I thought he's—I thought that he, he's done really well in those roles, and that he could take on, you know, kind of the um, the deep and um, introspective and. Um, uh you know, kind of role that Gordy is Mm -hmm. and um the you know with the relationship that he has, you know, with his parents, um, his relationship with Chris and kind of um you know the one of the things that I was really thinking about, um one of the scenes that I was I was kind of focusing on when I was thinking about casting was the scene when everyone was asleep and he's sitting on the train tracks reading the comic book and the mm-hmm. deer pops out and they just kind of yeah. look at each other and, and, and the deer runs off and young Gordy doesn't say anything or anything like that, but he just kind of, you know, um, just kind of looks at the deer, he, you know, kind of smiles and that kind of stuff. And and the scene kind of moves on They have the, him and the deer have this kind of moment. And I thought of, I thought of Noah Jupe from mm-hmm. a quiet place and Ford versus Ferrari, great young actor, and just seems like he could really take on that, that kind of, like I said, that kind of quiet, introspective kind of role while also being the the focus of of the group in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for Chris, I went with Jacob Tremblay. He was Augie in Wonder, and originally I had kind of thought about him for Gordy. But I, I kind of like, I think he could do well and kind of the, you know, Chris is kind of the, the troublemaker who is a victim of his association with his family and his older brother. And I think Jacob Tremblay could do really well with trying to be that kind of tough kid who's got to, you know, kind of hold his own against the circumstances that he's been presented with in life while also being, you know, the... The sensitive, caring one with with a heart who who you know kind of dreams of moving out of town someday and starting a new life where he can kind of reset and have you know people look at him and and expect different things of him. And so I thought Jacob Tremblay would do really well in that role. For the for the role of Teddy, this is one that I r- really struggled with a little bit. And, you know, as I was doing research, this kid's uh, name popped up. And and I actually ended up going back and kind of looking up some of the scenes on, on YouTube just to see if I could, you know, kind of pick him out again and if my suspicions were, were correct. And so for the role of Teddy, I went with Ian Chen. Ooh. And uh, the only thing that I had seen him in was shazam he was little eugene yeah and you know little gamer nerd uh eugene and there's there's a scene in shazam when billy first uh, meets the family the billy's the main character in shazam and and he's brought in by this foster family and he kind of meets all the kids and eugene's sitting there playing video games on his laptop and he's like kind of yelling he kind of yells kind of you know going off on the computer while he's playing his video game i was like that's a very teddy like thing to do if if teddy wasn't in 1959 if he was in 2019 that would be very teddy like so so ian chen for for the role of teddy and then uh, for Vern again, this is one that I had to do research, as we've yep. already discussed.
0: Hashtag Fat Child Actors Twenty Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I did put in overweight. I don't know why I felt uh, so overweight. bad about typing in fat kid
1: in Google <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't type in fat kid twenty twenty. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to trying to look for you know an overweight, and so I I I was like. There's not really I mean what it what a lot of what came up was former child actors who were overweight and are now fit and of oh. course Jerry O'Connell is one of them right you know Jerry O'Connell who played Vern in the original um, and is incredibly fit now yeah but um, but I eventually stumbled across the kid who played Ben in the new it movie um, Jeremy mm-hmm. Ray Taylor. Mm-hmm. and again, I mean I'm I'm kind of just going on that based off of the fact that he's an overweight child actor. He's a good actor yeah, um, and he could probably do Vern really well and that kind of stuff. I think he's maybe a little bit older than these other actors. Um, okay. So that that might present a little bit of a difference, but um, he was really the only one that I that I came across. okay. So for old Gordy, since I went with a, a British actor for Young Gordy, I decided to do a British actor for Old Gordy, just for the sake of continuity. <clears throat> so for Old Gordy, I went with Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. And I think Daniel Radcliffe is a little bit younger than uh, than Richard Dreyfus was when he was Old Gordy. But, yeah, Richard um, Dreyfus
0: was 39 at the time of Okay, yeah. Filming.
1: Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense, because it was about 25 years later. Yeah, And yeah, they were young teens, preteens, somewhere around there. So yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's a little bit younger, but I think he could uh, do a really good job with the narration and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, I think there's just the one scene right at the beginning and the one scene right at the end where we see him. Yeah. Um, the rest is just narration. And um, so I thought he would do really well for that. For Ace... I was trying to think of who could be kind of a young, you know, a cocky, bully type. I mean, Ace is really the worst kind of person. Just the person worst. Imaginable. Yeah. A real douche face. Yeah. And I I kind of hope that Kiefer Sutherland had a hard time playing that role. I kind of hope he really had to stretch. Because I was like, if that role is not hard to play, I would question a lot of things about that person in real life. And you
0: know what? When you watch it, it does not feel like it was hard to play. Right. Right. It exactly. feels like he walked in off the street through River Phoenix on the ground and put a cigarette in his eye like he was like right. ordering milk or something just like He was you know.
1: legitimately ready to harm or,
0: and or kill a child. <laughs> yeah, on set. Like just as a normal part of his personality. Right. Just like <laughs> good lord. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so I, I went with um I went with Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan was Wade in Ready Player One, and he mm-hmm. was um, Scott Summers in mm-hmm. X-Men Apocalypse. Just the fact that he was Cyclops makes me think that he could kind of take on that that real jerky kind of, you know, douchey kind of character. Because um, yeah. sometimes, well, a lot of times, Cyclops yeah. is, is a douchey, <laughs> jerky yeah. kind of character. For sure. But yeah, I'd like to see him kind of take on that bad guy antagonist kind of role and really, really go to town with it. I like it. And then for Denny again, since I cast a, a British, since I cast British actors for for Gordy, um, I decided to go with another uh, British actor. So for Denny, I went with Isaac Hempstead Wright. Okay, D- you know, Denny is very uh, just a very wholesome, loving older brother. And he's he's kind of the the older brother that everybody wishes they had, you know, yeah. And the kind of son that every parent, especially his parents, uh, you know, wish they had, and whatnot. And I could see Isaac Hempstead Wright just, um, you know, kind of filling in that that wholesome role, and really having an impact on the characters in the short amount of scenes that he has, yeah. Cool. So yeah, so to revisit the list, Noah Jupe for young Gordy, Jacob Tremblay for Chris, Ian Chen for Teddy, and Jeremy Ray Taylor for Vern. and then Daniel Radcliffe for Old Gordy, Ty Sheridan for Ace, and Isaac Hempstead Wright for Denny.
0: Nice. I like it. Yeah, I like it and I'm I'm impressed with us. That for as much as we both struggled with this, we have no crossovers. Okay, good, none at all.
1: I I, th- I feel like we've done pretty pretty well for like for not having you know crossovers and that kind of stuff. I think we've had a yeah. few actors that we've cast in like different roles in the episodes mm-hmm. that we've done, but um, I don't think we've had any crossovers on our finalized lists.
0: Yet. Yeah, definitely, and I think. Uh, well, let me, let me dive into my list here, which mm-hmm. was a struggle not only because I apparently just don't watch that many movies or television shows that have child actors in them, but right. as those who have been listening to our podcast will know, I have often, with I think pretty much with the exception of Titanic, I've tried to eschew straight remakes of these movies and have kind of tried to reinterpret them in some way. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about Stand By Me and how much diversity in casting is important to me. I thought, how can I diversify this cast? I don't think I can contemporize it because, frankly, the idea of seeing a dead body is just not that unusual uh, (laughs) these days. You know, you can turn on the television and, like, every other story is about someone who got shot or stabbed or whatever somewhere. It's different than seeing it in person, but just the idea of death is not as novel When it's Mm -hmm. all over TV as it was in the fifties. Okay. So let's keep it. Let's keep it a period piece. But what if I, if I make it an all black cast? Uh, that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I really, I struggled with that because, uh, and, and I'm ashamed to say this. I am familiar with even fewer young black child actors than I am young white child actors. And I really, really wanted to cast people who I had seen give a performance at some point and I could confidently say, you know, rather than because like you could just pull basically the cast of Stranger Things and be like, yeah, those kids. And sure. Um but I've not really seen that show. I don't know most of those actors, at least not from the show. So yeah. uh so I wanted to limit myself to to actors that I had seen. Plus, even in the 50s, you know, with the beginnings of the civil rights movement and, you know, the the South being such a volatile place, I don't think uh, seeing a dead body would even have the, the same kind of novelty, unfortunately, in the black community as it would in a small town in, in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, Carly, my wife, had this great idea. What if the the boys were going to see the body of a dead white kid from their community and how mm. would that racial difference be played out in the movie which i thought was really interesting but i yeah. could not come up with a, an all-black cast uh i'm ashamed to say that i was that i was familiar with their work and could confidently say so i did go right ultimately with a straight remake and so these are a bunch of white now, boys. No, I will say house. just
1: kind of on that note real quick, um, I th- I kind of thought along the same lines for one character, and that's Chris. I thought it would have been interesting to have a black actor um, for Chris because of Chris's circumstances mm. with looking like the troublemaker, with, you know, taking the blame. I thought that that would be a role that would kind of make sense for a young black actor. Yeah, if they were to redo that. And I was kind of in the same boat. Like that was an instance where I Googled black child actors 2020. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them I hadn't seen in some of the stuff that they were in or just or they were a little old. Yeah. One one of the actors that I thought about was the guy from Cloak and Dagger. Oh, Yeah. But he's he's like twenty or twenty one or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know Chris is supposed to be like thirteen or whatever they are. Yeah. And so, so I you know I couldn't really find somebody that I had seen that that I wanted to cast, but I thought that that would be a, an interesting choice for the character of Chris. Yeah, I think would it would be, be to, to introduce to add that, introduce a little bit of diversity while also um, not really forcing it in, but you know making it a part of a character that is both
0: re- relevant to the film and relevant to right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you're mentioning their ages, everyone that I've cast with the exception of old Gordy is probably playing a little bit younger than their actual mm-hmm. age. I think all of my main four are are 16 or 17. Yeah. Playing thirteen to fourteen year olds, but I think yeah. I, I have a good cast of people here who. Well, could the whole cast of play Greece, younger. they were all like forty three, and they were playing. <laughs> <18 year> olds. <laughs> so, yeah, so if Greece can that. get away
1: with it, I think we can. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go.
0: Then cast it. So for the role of Gordy, I cast Jaden Martell. Jaden Martell, who was Bill, uh, or young Bill in it, um, okay. in it, chapter two and Jacob Thromby in Knives Out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, for the same reasons that you cast Noah Jupe is he's got a, a quiet kind of intensity. Mm-hmm. And he's very, he's very small and he's very thin. He's got a, a vulnerability to him that. I think the Gordy character needs, he's definitely the most deeply emotional of the group. Mm -hmm. And I think Jaden Martell can do that very well. For the role of Chris, I cast Asher Angel. Okay. Who was Billy Batson in Shazam. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a leader in Shazam. You know, as young Billy Batson, he's, he's cocky and he's strong and he's, Smart, but he also doubts himself, which are all qualities that, uh, that Chris has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he could do really well. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one uh, that I thought
1: about. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. For Teddy. Now, uh, this is going to sound weird, but for the, the actor that I cast for Teddy and the actor that I cast for, uh, Gordy, I flip flopped back and forth a whole mm. bunch because There is a very fine line between Quiet Intensity and Crazy Eyes, and and both of these actors could cross that line if you wanted them to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I ultimately went this way because of the two of them, this is the actor that I'm more interested in seeing break crazy. So I cast David Mazouz, who played Bruce Wayne on Gotham. Okay, yeah. He's he's a young kid. He's got a, a a good amount of energy, and you know Teddy's kind of a a hyperactive little weirdo. <laughs> so I think uh, David Mazouz could do that really well. Yeah. The this this next one for Vern is the only one that I didn't really struggle with. I saw him and I'm like, that's Vern. That's the one. And that was Julian Dennison, who is from New Zealand, and he played yep. Fire Fist in Deadpool Two.
1: Yep. Yeah, he he came up on my list, too, and I thought he was a little old for my cast that I had in there. But,
0: yeah, he came up. Which makes sense for you. You cast younger actors than I did. Then for old Gordy, I cast Tom Hiddleston. Okay. I just really like Tom Hiddleston. I think he kind of looks like Jaden Martell a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think he has that same quiet, intensity he he's a he has a very introspective kind of presence about him yeah so i think bringing that to the role of a writer makes a lot of sense yeah for the role of ace this was another one that was pretty pretty easy uh, as soon as i saw his face i was like you look like a douche <laughs> you look like an ace <laughs> yeah for real and that's uh dacre montgomery dacre montgomery he is on Stranger Things. I knew him as the Red Ranger in the, the new Power Rangers movie, mm. the reboot. He has a mustache right now. Okay. And he, he doesn't he just look yeah like a dick? Yeah, especially with the mustache. <laughs> yeah, the mustache is what really does it. And I think Ace had a little mustache, too. Yeah, he had a little bit... Something I just going on there. saw that picture of him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you look like you would have no problem torturing a child for your own amusement. <laughs> right. right. So, Dacre Montgomery, if you're listening and you don't want to look like you would have no problem torturing a child for your own amusement, <laughs> shave that mustache off. That'll yeah. go a long way <laughs> towards improving that aspect of your image. And, and if you do, image. You're, you're doing well. Yeah. yeah you're doing you've a got good job. It, You've got it nailed. Yeah. <laughs> And then for Denny, this is probably my most left field casting choice. But for Denny, I went with Skylar. I'm gonna try to pronounce his, his last name. Skylar Gizondo. Gizondo. Okay. Who I know most. He's done a lot of stuff, but I know him most from Santa Clarita diet. Mm-hmm. And I love him on the Santa Clarita diet. Yeah. Um, he is just a warm, kind actor. Just in everything he plays, he is a real, real sweetheart. Yeah. And I could totally see him engaging with a younger brother, especially because he's not like a, a big, tall, physically fit guy. So in, in all the mm-hmm. ways that that Gordy is vulnerable, I could feel him empathizing really well with, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I just I I feel like he makes a lot of sense as uh and as the older brother to to the Gordy that that I cast. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's got that he's got that like kind, caring kind of smile and and face and whatnot that yeah. um,
0: that you could see Denny having. A Denny, yeah, any any Denny, any Denny, not a not a Denny's though. If there's not a Denny, not not Denny's. De- Denny's, not Denny's does not have a, a warm any Denny. Not a Denny's. <laughs> Denny 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 Denny. Denny, Denny. <laughs> okay, so le- uh, let's quickly review. So, uh, Young Gordy, Jaden Martell, Chris, Asher Angel, Teddy, David Mazouz, Vern, Julian Dennison, Old Gordy, Tom Hiddleston, Ace, Digger, Montgomery, and Denny, 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 Skylar, <laughs> Gisando. Nice. And that's my cast.
1: I like it. Thanks. But yeah, I, th- I think it would be really cool to, to see both of these and, you know, just kind of get re-familiarized with some of these actors.
0: Yeah. Know? I'm always fascinated when you and I do this how often... Even if we take the same philosophical sort of approach toward the movie, the casts that we come up with are so different that the movies in my head seem like very different films. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see whoever would direct my cast of actors, I don't see that same director taking the same, making the same movie with your cast of actors. They feel like aesthetically different in my head somehow.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's almost, if you think of, you know, the original Stand By Me was Rob Reiner, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And so you think about those actors and it's like, oh yeah, like that totally makes sense that those Mm -hmm. guys would be in a Rob Reiner film. And so it's almost the kind of movie where it it has to make sense that a certain group of people would work with... The director or you know the the writer for for this film and and it it would be it would be very different you know who who i would imagine directing your cast would be very different than who i would imagine for mine and and so yeah that would be interesting to
0: to see yeah so those are our casts and uh thank you for listening tell us who you think Uh, picked the better cast for the Stand By Me remake. And tell us who you think would direct each of our individual casts. Curious to know who you associate in your head. For me, I think Ryan Coogler would work Mm -hmm. well with my cast of young actors. Mm -hmm. That's who I see in my head. But tell me who you see in your head. Jeff, do you have a a sense of who would direct your guys?
1: Mm. Um, You know somebody who i would like to see branch out into more more like uh, kind of live action stuff and kind of branch out a little more beyond i mean they have a very specific style and whatnot but i'd like to see them take something in a genre that's not terribly typical and um do do their own thing with it and maybe this one could be typical for for them in a sense i i I would like to see phil lord and chris miller do um Mm. something like this yeah they're really good with ensemble pieces oh they're good with those guys are so good i Mm -hmm. everything they do is is amazing i just rewatched cloudy with a chance of meatballs with my kids the other day Mm -hmm. and i was like how is this the silliest yet (laughs) such it's such a great movie even though it's so silly it's a good pick yeah I like I like Phil Lord Chris
0: Miller. They're they're awesome. Let us know what you think and uh, thanks so much for listening. Please tune in next week when we will be fan casting something. Oh, I think I had thought
1: about um young guns. Ooh. Cuz I cuz I was thinking young actors 80s films. Yeah. Kind of stuff, and young guns came oh, to
0: mind. I love young guns. Yeah, let's do that. And it's
1: just another reason to watch it again because I haven't watched it in a
0: few years. Heck yeah. I'm about it. Okay. We'll do we'll do Young Guns. Okay. Cool. So yeah. Please listeners, come back next week when we will be fan casting Young Guns. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. This has been a new episode of Fancastic with Jeff and Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. And we thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. See ya.